Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include Fannie and Freddie news and why we are seeing so much volatility in the bond market. Today's podcast is brought to you by Simple Nexus, an Encino company and award-winning developer of mobile-first technology for the modern mortgage lender. Nexus origination gives lenders and borrowers the convenience to complete the mortgage process from anywhere. With a flexible digital loan application, fast prequal and pre-approval capabilities, and a simplified mobile disclosures process, hundreds of lenders rely on Simple Nexus to deliver a world-class home lending service. To learn more about Nexus origination, visit simplenexus.com. I mentioned yesterday that four out of three people have trouble with math, but it doesn't take a genius to do subtraction. Six minus 0.2 is 5.8, right? Wouldn't you like to earn 5.8% on your money? The Federal Reserve reports that U.S. households are holding $17.9 trillion in cash and cash equivalents. If your credit union or bank is paying you and other depositors 0.2% on your bank account, but owns a portfolio of new Freddie or Fannie loans where borrowers are paying 6%, Well, that's a darn nice spread for them. I know that I am simplifying that somewhat, but what bank wouldn't want that? Along those lines, underwriters are keenly aware that the average monthly payment on a new car loan hit a record high of $686 in June. Household balance sheets are still in good shape after bolstering savings during the height of the pandemic, but we can expect those to ebb with inflation. Well, changes afoot with FHFA and its fee structure, and this of course trickles down to what borrowers are charged on rate sheets. On June 14th, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, or the enterprises, both announced a new upfront fee on certain commingled securities, effective July 1st. The fee was imposed to partially address the cost of capital an enterprise is required to hold to guarantee the other enterprise's securities. This capital requirement was proposed and finalized in the 2020 Enterprise Regulatory Capital Framework. In the weeks since the announcement of this fee, FHFA has had an opportunity to receive valuable feedback from a variety of mortgage market participants, expressing concerns related to the fee and its impact on the Uniform Mortgage-Backed Security, or UMBS, market. FHFA remains committed to the continued strength and resilience of the UMBS market, given the significant improvement in liquidity and stability that UMBS has afforded the to-be-announced, or TBA, market. In light of this extensive engagement with the market and FHFA's ongoing commitment to UMBS, FHFA will be exploring alternatives to ensure the long-term viability of UMBS, including conducting a review of the enterprise regulatory capital framework in the near term to ensure that the risks of commingled securities are appropriately reflected. During this period, the enterprises will be retaining the fee covering the collateral and the other enterprise in commingled securities is scheduled. Most tuned in to read the MBA's response to the announcement by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac of a new 50 basis point fee for commingled securities. The fee will apply to supers or remix securities issued by one GSE that include UMBS collateral issued by the other GSE and is structured to apply only to the portion of the super or remix backed by the other's GSE collateral. MBA has met with senior officials at FHFA and discussed issues around UMBS liquidity and risks related to a potential bifurcation of the market. Following advocacy by MBA and other market participants, FHFA Director Sandra Thompson issued a statement noting that the agency will be exploring alternatives to ensure the long-term viability of UMBS, including conducting a review of the GSE Capital Framework. Director Thompson also clarified that the fee will remain in place during this review. 
This fee has the potential to generate significant frictions in the UMBS market, as it could impact the fungibility of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac-issued collateral that underpins the design of UMBS. The GSEs noted that this fee is being implemented in response to a provision of the new capital framework, which assigns a 20% risk weight to their exposures to securities issued by the other GSE. In comments submitted in 2020, MBA recommended that no risk weight be applied to such exposures as any difference between the required capital for a GSE's own securities relative to those issued by another GSE could lead to different treatment and actions that weaken the aggregate UMBS market. A strong jobs report on Friday calmed some jitters that the economy might have already tipped into a recession, but at the same time it raised expectations that the Fed could press ahead with aggressive rate hikes to tame inflation. It's a circular methodology to gauge the coming economic landscape, meaning earnings season will likely play an outsized role in shaping investing sentiment. And ask yourself what a recession means for rates. Speaking of rates, we had a rally in the bond market to open the week as investors awaited bank earnings and key inflation data. The week after the jobs report is normally light on data, but this week we received the Consumer Price Index tomorrow and the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, which gives the Fed clarity on inflationary expectations on Friday. The fact that there are no clear and confident answers on the strength of the labor market and inflation is causing much of the volatility we've seen recently. The closest we can get to a sure bet is that the war in Ukraine and supply bottlenecks from labor shortages will keep inflation high until central banks tighten policy towards economic discomfort. Today's economic calendar kicked off ahead of the open with the NFIB Small Business Activity Index for June, which dropped to 89.5, its lowest level since 2013. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales for the week ending July 9th, and a treasury auction of $34 billion reopened 10-year notes. One Fed speaker is currently scheduled. Richmond's bargain. Today's MBS purchase schedule sees the desk in Ginny 2s for up to $531 million, 4% through 5%, using money from early payoffs. And we begin the day with agency MBS prices better by a solid quarter, and the 10-year yielding 2.92 after closing yesterday at 2.99%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A firefighter was working on the engine outside the station when he noticed a little girl nearby in a little red wagon with little ladders hung off the sides and a garden hose tightly coiled in the middle. The girl was wearing a firefighter's helmet, and the wagon was being pulled by her dog and her cat. The firefighter walked over to take a closer look. That sure is a nice fire truck, the firefighter said with admiration. Thanks, the girl replied. The firefighter looked a little closer. The girl had tied the wagon to her dog's collar and to the cat's testicles. Little partner, the firefighter said, I don't want to tell you how to run your rig, but if you were to tie that rope around the cat's collar, I think you could probably go faster. The little girl replied thoughtfully, You're probably right, but then I wouldn't have a siren. (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Simple Nexus, the homeownership platform that unites the people, systems, and stages of the mortgage process into one seamless end-to-end solution that spans engagement, origination, closing, and business intelligence. To learn more about Simple Nexus, an Encino company, visit simplenexus.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.